With your Amex card, entertainment benefits like special ticket access and pre-sales to select can't-miss events while supplies last, make every tap music to your ears. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet. That's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. Hey, it's Jonas Knox. 56% of job seekers say their biggest challenge is finding a job that matches their qualifications, according to an Express Employment Professionals Harris Poll survey. The job search can be a lonely process, but Express Employment Professionals can be your one connection to finding a job that fits. Each year, hundreds of thousands of people find work through their local Express office. Find the location near you at ExpressPros.com. With no fees for job seekers, visit ExpressPros.com. Hey, it's Doug Gottlieb, you know, our trusted partner, TireRack.com, for fast, free shipping, free roadhouse protection, convenient installation options, and their great selection of the best tires, like the highly consumer-rated Kumo Majesty 9 Solus TA91. But did you know they sell other automotive products, wheels, brakes, suspension, just to name a few? Everything you need to elevate your drive, simply go to TireRack.com slash sports. TireRack.com, that's the way tire buying should be. Thanks for listening to the Best of the Doug Gottlieb Show podcast. Be sure to catch us live every weekday from 3 to 6 p.m. Eastern Time. That's 12 to 3 Pacific on Fox Sports Radio. Find your local station for the Doug Gottlieb Show at foxsportsradio.com or stream us live every day on the iHeartRadio app by searching FSR. This is the Best of the Doug Gottlieb Show on Fox Sports Radio. of America, Doug Gottlieb Show. Fox Sports Radio. Hope you're doing great. The Doug Gottlieb Show broadcast live every day from the Tyrac.com studios. Tyrac.com will help you get there. Unmatched selection, fast, free shipping, free road hazard protection. Over 10,000 recommended installers. Tyrac.com, the way tire buying should be. So we're, um, we're getting close, kids. We're getting close, getting close to the NBA playoffs. And like, wait a second. I thought the playoffs have already started. No, those are the playing games, not the actual playoff. Tomorrow, the playoffs kick off, right? Tomorrow, we'll have Brooklyn versus Philadelphia. Tomorrow, we'll have Sam. Can you turn that down a little bit, bro? Thanks. I appreciate it. (laughs) Uh, Tomorrow, we'll have Atlanta versus Boston. Tomorrow we'll have the Knicks versus Cleveland. Tomorrow we'll have Golden State versus Sacramento. Ooh, that, that, one, that one is fun. On Sunday, uh, we'll have the Lakers versus Memphis and the Clippers taking on Phoenix. Yes, please. By the way, the Phoenix Suns are a seven-point favorite 
in Sunday's game. We don't know if Paul George will play. Expectations are he won't play, but a seven-point favorite. And the Suns have not lost a game since Kevin Durant returned um, to health and played for the Suns. He hadn't lost a game. Uh, And then I saw this story. Kevin Durant defends himself and thinks he's inaccurately criticized. Huh. Okay. While some view uh, that as being overly sensitive, Durant believes that he's being honest and controlling his own narrative, even though it has led him to being singled out. I, I don't see this talked about. I see Damian Lillard. I see LeBron James. I see Draymond Green. I see a lot of players in our league speak up on social media, but they don't get the sensitive rap. Uh, that's what Durant told Fox Sports. Durant believes he wears a scarlet letter of sorts for being sensitive, while other athletes who engage with critics aren't perceived in the same manner. Come on, you know what happened because I went to the Warriors, said Durant, referencing uh, leaving the small market Oklahoma City in 2016 to join the Golden State Warriors with Steph Curry and Klay Thompson and Draymond Green that had won a league record 73 games the season prior. People still don't like that part of everything. People want to silence me for some reason. I mean, I can't point, pinpoint exactly why. Yes, you can. That's exactly why. That's exactly why. You know, and you don't have the, you, you don't have the, def- you, have, you have no one defending you in the national media to make the move to the Warriors, except for me, <laughs> you know, except for me. And I understand, like, there's a certain, hey, dude, there's a loyalty there, and you're leaving Oklahoma City, and you're taking on a team that had just beaten you in the playoffs. I was there. I remember the moment. I was surprised. People thought he was going to Boston. People thought he was going, you know, and then all of a sudden, he goes to the Warriors. People think it's unfair. It's always interesting to me. Like, it's unfair for him to join the Warriors. It wasn't unfair for LeBron James to join the Heat with Dwayne Wade and then get Chris Bosh and eventually get Ray Allen. Like, why, why is one unfair? Why is the other one not unfair? Not, I don't really understand that one. And yes, they had won 73 games, but they hadn't won the championship that previous year. They're allowed to improve their team. He's allowed to go there. And as much as... Um, it worked on the court for two years and probably would have worked a third year had they all not gotten hurt or Durant just not gotten hurt. The fact is, it was, at times, not the greatest watch in the world. There was a lack of motivation. They were better than other people. Just so you know, I I don't remember, when DeMarcus Cousins signed there a couple years ago, people had the same reaction. It was comical because DeMarcus Cousins was washed up and the league had changed. But it was funny. Like, we saw the same. Oh, it's just unfair. People just decide what side of the story they want. And that's and then, look, he did himself no favors in having a burner account, responding to randoms on Twitter. And he's lost the PR battle. And the only way to continue to win the PR battle is to get back to winning a championship. That's it. Get back to winning a championship. You know, I didn't love the partnering with his with Kyrie Irving just because I had heard enough about Kyrie and didn't think that ultimately would work. But I don't know. Had Kyrie not gotten hurt the first year, maybe it would have. Had James Harden not gotten hurt, had not gotten hurt, maybe it would have. Had Kevin Durant not gotten hurt last year, maybe it would have. But. This is kind of where you are. And 
Yeah, I do think he's sensitive. I do think all those guys are sensitive. I think the flaw of the whole league is. The flaw of the whole league is. You know, like, I like Damian Lillard. I think he's awesome. I think he's, he's, he's great at just about everything he does. But when he's had, when he's had a chance to beat Steph Curry in the playoffs, it hasn't been close. It hasn't been close. And so what do we do every year? Like, oh, woe is me and Damian Lillard. Does he stay? Like, okay, so Damian Lillard, if he stays, we champion it. If he goes, it's okay. But if Kevin Durant leaves, it's not okay. Like, we don't, we don't have any sort of one narrative. And Damian Lillard, because he's a guard, doesn't get the benefit of Kevin Durant, right? Like, what, what is fair? What is not fair? I don't know. But my biggest takeaway is this. You just can't live on social media because social media has people who don't know anything about anything. And most stories, most true backgrounds, most true deep dives, you don't find out until years later when somebody writes a book. Oh, that's a book I can't wait to read. Ever said that before? I am sure there's a lot more to it. Like my thought has always been, dude, Oklahoma City, he had no space. Let me remind you of the team that had a 3-1 lead in the Western Conference playoffs. Right? It was Kevin Durant, Russell Westbrook, Kevin Martin, right? Kevin Martin. Right? And then they had Andre Robertson, Serge Ibaka, Stephen Adams. So Andre Robertson was a non-shooter. Russell Westbrook was never a good shooter. Their centers were never good shooters. Ibaka could shoot. But anytime he caught the ball, there was a, a guy guarding him and then a guy waiting for him 15 feet from the hoop. And go back and look at his quotes. And all he wanted was, hey, man, I just want the space to go play and make a play and show him the best player on earth. And I went to the NBA final. And everybody wants to remake it and go like, oh, well, they had the best play. Like, okay. But the fact is that if Draymond Green was a great role player, so too was Tristan Thompson. Whatever we think of Kevin Love now, when Kevin Love, before he got to the Cleveland Cavaliers, he was seen as an NBA star, which is, you know, a different version of what Clay Thompson is. And Kyrie Irving has every bit the talent and some of the accolades of a Steph Curry. Just Steph Curry's more beloved and been a more consistent player and the, arguably the greatest shooter, or maybe inarguably the greatest shooter in the history of the sport. But you have two other guys that are going to be in the Hall of Fame in Kevin Love and Kyrie Irving. And then you have a star role player, and Draymond's probably going to get in the Hall of Fame. But during those NBA Finals runs, Tristan Thompson was the same guy. Right? The same guy. So we can sit here and say it was unfair, but I went to an NBA Finals game. I watched all those games, and LeBron was really good in the first half, and Kevin Durant was better. In the second half, when it counted, he vanquished LeBron. And they were guarding each other. It was really easy to tell. But we don't want that. We want, we want our narratives. We want that LeBron had somehow an undermanned team and he joined a 73. Who cares how many games they won the, in the regular season? They won a championship. There's not a single other team that didn't win a championship. We don't say that about you know anybody who joined the Patriots after they went 16-0, 18-0, and lost in the Super Bowl. Do we? Of course not. But the flaw to KD is... He's when you're in that space of social media and you look at people's reactions, a lot of these people don't matter. And like, look, 
He's beca- and because of his reactions, because it's clearly bothered him, it it feels like Barkley has then uh, seized on that. Right, seized on that. And I love Chuck. Hey, but he did leave Philadelphia for a chance to win with the Suns. And then he did, at the end of his career, tried to run it back one more time and win a championship with Clyde and those guys and, and Pip in Houston. Like, these things all did happen previously. So I understand that he's like, look, all these guys are sensitive, yet I'm being called sensitive. Other people have switched teams. I'm switching teams. Why are you picking on me? And I, I will say this. That I totally get the big guy, seven-footer, feeling like he's being picked on. Because when you're little and you're playing in a gym, in a youth game, the big guy always gets picked on. They just do. And, you know, you, you stand out. It's one reason, I don't know if you know, Bill Walton was never listed as seven feet tall. Bill Walton was like seven-two at his peak height. Of course, he's had back fusion surgery and, uh, and heel fusion surgery and whatever. But he said, but he'd tell you like back then, no one listed themselves as seven foot because it was like you were something from outer space. If you were seven feet tall, I just think Kevin Durant feels like he's being picked on and nobody likes that. Everybody understands that. But because the amount of money he makes, because the championships, because he's never been able to kind of win people over since the you're the real MVP to his mom. Right. Remember that was back when he was America's kind of male sweetheart like everybody loved that speech it's all he nailed it it's because he went to the warriors thanks for listening to the best of the doug gottlieb show podcast be sure to catch us live every weekday from 3 to 6 p.m eastern time that's 12 to 3 pacific on fox sports radio find your local station for the doug gottlieb show at foxsportsradio.com or stream us live every day on the iHeartRadio app by searching fsr This is the best of the Doug Gottlieb Show on Fox Sports Radio. This is it. We've got an Amex Platinum Pro on our hands, ladies and gentlemen. We haven't seen anyone relax like this before in the Centurion Lounge. Is he connecting to complimentary Wi-Fi? Oh, my. Look at that. He is. And you will not believe where he's going next. The Amex dedicated card member entrance for the win. Unbelievable. When you get travel perks with Amex Platinum, you're part of the action. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet. That's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. You've put it off long enough. It's time to replace your tires. Tire Rack has the tires that'll elevate your drive. Touring tires for commuter comfort, performance tires for sporting handling, all-terrain tires for on- and off-road adventure. Go to TireRack.com to get started. 
Not sure where to begin? Use the Tire Decision Guide to get a personalized tire recommendation. The right tires for how, what, and where you drive. Choose from a full line of Bridgestone tires. Ship fast and free to a recommended installer near you. Or choose the convenience of mobile tire installation. They'll bring your new tires to your home or office and install them on site. It doesn't get much easier than that. Go to TireRack.com sports to see their Bridgestone test results, tire ratings, and consumer reviews. Be sure to check out all the current special offers. Great tires at a great deal. What more could you ask for? That's TireRack.com sports, TireRack.com, the way tire buying should be. The best conversations I have with my colleagues are the ones that happen when no one is looking, when we're not 100% sure yet what to write. Hopefully, having conversations like this can help you figure out your own point of view. That's kind of our job as Washington Post opinions columnists. I'm Charles Lane, Deputy Opinion Editor. And I'm Amanda Ripley, a contributing columnist. We're going to bring you into these conversations on a new podcast called Impromptu. Follow Impromptu now, wherever you listen. What up with you, Doug Gottlieb Show, Fox Sports Radio. We're broadcasting live from the TireRack.com studios. TireRack.com will help you get there. Unmatched selection, fast, free shipping, free road hassle protection. Over 10,000 recommended installers, TireRack.com, the way tire buying should be. So, look, I understand if you don't get this conversation because you don't live in L.A., you're not a Laker fan, so I can maybe relate it to you. Um, other players had left their teams before, okay? and we've seen it and we've talked about it, especially quarterbacks at the end of their career. Like, what's going to happen, to Aaron Rodgers, where he's you know forced his way out of Green Bay, is something that it's happened before. It is not. This is not as rare as. Uh, maybe we'd like it to be, or as some would deem it to be. But in the NBA, okay, a little bit different, right? You, you've kind of had a mix of guys that started and ended with the same franchise. And I think it's interesting. You know, Kareem Abdul-Jabbar obviously started in Milwaukee, ends up with the Lakers. Shaquille O'Neal starts in uh, Orlando, ends up with the Lakers, and then eventually forces his way to the Heat. Uh, but Larry Bird, only a Celtic. Magic Johnson, only a Laker. Jerry West, only a Laker. You know, so it's it's a bit of a... Julius Irving, only a 76er after being a, after playing in the ABA with the Nets. right? So there is two teams involved there. There's a bit of a mix. But there are teams in which you become synonymous with, and frankly, LeBron, more really more synonymous with Cleveland because it's his hometown, because... Of the championship, even though they only won one, as opposed to winning two, when he was in when he was in Miami, I would say those are the two teams he's synonymous with. There's a, a, a load. There's a lot to why he's, I think, by many accounts, not considered like a Laker. He plays for the Lakers, but isn't a Laker. Um, the 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 best way I can describe it is what's happened to my beloved LA Chargers in trying to get into the LA market. Where it wasn't just that the Chargers were a different team from a different city in the same division as the Raiders. It's they moved from San Diego to Carson, which Carson, Compton, all all very, very close. Like that is prime 
Raider country. Like, well, the Raiders hadn't been there and it doesn't matter. That's Raider country. That's Raider fans. And in addition to for years, them being a rival of the Raiders and San Diego always having a little bit of a little man syndrome towards Los Angeles, right? In addition to that, um, you're in an area that didn't have an NFL team for 20 years and people had become NFL teams. And it wasn't like this is the glory years of the San Diego Chargers. So it wasn't a, there was, there was no fan base. If any of their fan bases for everybody else. And then you're actually the arch rival of the most popular fan base. Okay. Now you take it to LeBron. It wasn't just that LeBron was a great player for other teams. It was during the time, during the, the era of Kobe Bryant, who's a beloved Laker. And only played for Lakers. I know he wanted to be traded at one point in time. I was doing this job at the time. But the point is, you're, repl- you're, you're essentially trying to replace an all-time Laker. An all-time Laker. With a guy who's been a rival of the recently deceased all-time Laker. And they never met in the finals. It, it was, you were... There weren't Kobe and LeBron guys. Matter of fact, when Kobe was playing, LeBron was the rival, but the guy who Kobe was shooting to surpass was Mike. So you have a player come into a market where he's obviously a transplant, like so many had been in the last 30, 40 years, but he had been a rival of the franchise and he had been rivaling kind of the rise to glory of the greatest of, of a great player within the franchise. It's not that people didn't think LeBron was great. They just didn't love him. And now all of a sudden he shows up for the Lakers. And oh, yeah, by the way, it wasn't like it went all that well early on. First year was an abject disaster. They win a championship in the bubble so people don't get a chance to feel it and be in staples and it doesn't. And then they've had disappointing seasons since. I mean, Jason Stewart, am I wrong to think LeBron James, though a great player who plays for the Lakers, and this is year five by most Laker fans estimation. He's not a Laker. I would say of the Laker fans that I know in this town, I, I don't know anyone who doesn't feel that way. In other words, he's the mercenary that the Lakers picked up. And a lot of the sound bites you hear from him and a lot of his actions have just kind of proven that he knows he's not really a Laker, that he's just kind of a, a purchased item here for the last part of his career. Um, but yeah, he, he's definitely, as you have always said, he's of the Lakers, but he's not a Laker. Um, okay, so... Here's the here's the deal. Here's the deal. I agree. He's also had some missteps, you know. I mean, look, he talked about potentially going back to Cleveland during the All-Star break. You know, he's, you know, I, I think there's the feeling that his agency, you know, co-runs the Lakers, like all that stuff. And the the crazy thing is, right, like I said, Kobe demanded to be traded at one point in time. Shaq, who's still seen as an all-time great Laker. I mean, Shaq played for the Celtics. Shaq forced his way to my forced his way out to Miami. Right? There have been all kinds of other guys that are seen as all-time great Lakers. I mean, Powell's got his number retired, and 
I mean, how much of his career did he even play with the Lakers? How much did he play in Memphis? But for whatever reason, he's not deemed. And the weird thing is that this Laker team is not a favorite to win the championship. And by and large, Laker teams that won were. Like, yeah, it was the Showtime Lakers. They had all Hall of Famers. Yeah, it was Shaq. They had Shaq and Kobe. They had arguably the two best players in the league and the greatest coach of all time. Maybe you could make a case that the only time they had underdog status was when Kobe had his own team with Pau Gasol. He did have Ron Artest, but that's a pretty good roster. And again, only Phil Jackson. Like, you had to have the best coach. You're still the Lakers. You still had star players. And you were still a favorite to win, if not all, many of these championships. If he wins it this year, does that make him an all-time great Laker? I think the answer is yes. Because I will tell you that Kobe never did it as an eighth seed. Magic never did it as an eighth seed. Kobe and Shaq never did it as an eighth seed. And, of course, we can point out, would those guys have ever been eighth seeds, even playing half the year or slightly more than half the year that, that, uh, that LeBron played? I, I don't know what the answer to that is. I think the answer is probably not. Probably not. So I look at this thing and I, I, I tell you, I think if he wins it this year, that it changes things. If he wins it in embracing Laker culture and, you know, because look, as much as he wasn't good down the stretch and he was, he was exhausted. Like now LeBron in this stage in his career, he's become a guy who has to be a shot maker because shot making is actually something that he has improved upon. And it, it, it's a kind of, it's more of a kind of glorious way of, of winning a game. Like the, the block, the chase down block he had in game seven against the Warriors is one of the greatest plays in the history of the sport. But for Laker fans, it was Magic's baby hook. For Laker fans, it was big shot Bob at the top of the key. For Laker fans, it was how many daggers did Kobe hit, Right. I'm not saying Laker fans don't get the nuance of basketball, but it's pretty easy when you're watching the ball go through the bucket. So my argument is that LeBron's a, LeBron is a star player who plays for the Lakers, but he's not seen as a Laker. I think it changes if he wins the championship this year. What do you think, Jace, too? Yeah, and I, I fully agree with this. I endorse that. I like that take. I think he gets um, 23 or 6 in the rafters. Uh, if he if if he were to do it miraculously this year, um, first of all, it'd be one of the greatest uh, stories in sports, period, ever. Uh, but to do it as a Laker, I think that I don't think right now um, he has his number in the rafters. And the day that, that that they announce that he will, I think it'll get criticized. But if if he were to do something like this, then number six is in the rafters, right? I think six is going to be in the Raptors regardless, right? They just put Powell's number up there like Ugh. he's going to be in the Raptors. God, that's gross. It's going to be in the Raptors. Going to be in the Raptors. But I think it feel, you feel a lot better about it if he can find a way to win another one. And, and, and you're right. That the fans, I think, would ultimately say he is now a Laker. He will be embraced as a Laker. He will be a hero. One more hero in this town. Yep. Yep. I mean, I don't think they'll be painting over murals. I'm not sure they'll be painting murals uh, uh, anyway, but they'll be painting over murals. 
This show is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Progressive makes bundling easy and affordable. Get a multi-policy discount by combining your motorcycle, RV, boat, ATV, and more. All your protection in one place. Bundle and save Progressive.com. And look, I'm not telling you it's not hypocritical of Laker fans, right? Like, Kareem, Kareem played for the Bucks, won a championship and MVPs with the Bucks. right? Shaq, he went to the finals and was a star with the Orlando Magic and then he left and eventually played for the rival Celtics. Like, there's no way you should embrace Shaq as your own, but they won three titles when he was here. You know? I mean, you could go through a lot of guys that are seen as lifer Lakers and, and yet there was a time, maybe a good portion of time within a team. Robert Ory. Robert Ory. But the reality is, I deal with reality. The reality is, Laker fans, LeBron plays for them, not their guy. But you can definitely warm them up to being their guy if you get another title. Fox Sports Radio has the best sports talk lineup in the nation. Catch all of our shows at foxsportsradio.com and within the iHeartRadio app. There's no distance too far for the perfect trip. Hi, checking in for... Or the perfect table. Hey, where are you? Coming! And when you get access to Resi Priority Notify with your Amex Platinum card... Hey, this looks amazing. I'm so glad you made it. And travel benefits at fine hotels and resorts booked through Amex Travel. It's worth the trip. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with a king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet, that's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus and present in Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. You've put it off long enough. It's time to replace your tires. Tire Rack has the tires that'll elevate your drive. Touring tires for commuter comfort, performance tires for sporty handling, all-terrain tires for on- and off-road adventure. Go to TireRack.com to get started. Not sure where to begin? Use the Tire Decision Guide to get a personalized tire recommendation. The right tires for how, what, and where you drive. Choose from a full line of Vredestein tires. Ship fast and free to a recommended installer near you. Or choose the convenience of mobile tire installation. They'll bring your new tires to your home or office and install them on site. It doesn't get much easier than that. Go to TireRack.com sports to see their Vredestein test results, tire ratings, and consumer reviews. Be sure to check out all the current special offers. Great tires at a great deal. What more could you ask for? That's TireRack.com sports, TireRack.com, the way tire buying should be. There's a lot happening these days. But I have just the thing to get you up to speed on what matters, without taking too much of your time. 
The Seven from the Washington Post is a podcast that gives you the seven most important and interesting stories, and we always try to save room for something fun. You get it all in about seven minutes or less. I'm Hannah Jewell. I'll get you caught up with The Seven every weekday. So follow The Seven right now. Steve Gorman, by playing you some Black Crows, right? Like that. The show is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Progressive makes bundling easy and affordable. Get a multi-policy discount by combining your motorcycle, RV, boat, ATV, and more. All your protection in one place. Bundle and save. Progressive.com. All right, let's have a real conversation about this, okay? This is Big Ben Roethlisberger talking about Lamar Jackson. With Lamar, you want to bring safeties down to stop, help stop the run because you're not, you don't really fear Lamar's arm, um, his accuracy all the time. Sure. He's got a huge arm. He can make things happen when he scrambles and whatever, but you don't fear him just sitting in the pocket and picking you apart. Sure. So you can bring safeties down because you, you do fear him running because he's a different level runner. So you fear that. Yeah. So you bring safeties down. But now if you've got that guy on the outside, you better put a safety back or it's one-on-one. You can just throw it to him. Mm-hmm. So it, it definitely creates um, – some potential opportunities for that that offense and and for um, Lamar to run if he has to or to take those big shots down the field if he if he needs to if they're bringing the safeties down. Okay, so that is seen as somehow somehow anti Lamar, right? That is seen as somehow anti Lamar. So it's because of one sentence. In that statement, you don't fear him throwing from the pocket. You fear him when he's on the move. Which causes everybody to go to their corners, right? And you get guy going QBR. You get guy going like, look, Lamar is MVP. You weren't an MVP. We get all this other different stuff about it. Mark Dominic is going to join us uh, upcoming in like five minutes. Now, I don't know what Mark is. I mean, because he's not in right now as a general manager, I don't know what he'll say. I do know that people are very cautious of what they say, because if you think Kevin Rant and those guys are sensitive, oh, I give you Lamar Jackson and the Lamar Jackson sycophants are like, no, he's really great from the pocket. No, he's not. Okay, well, his QBR is his QBR is great because you bring the safeties down. Okay, his ability to run makes you have to defend him differently. Oh, yeah, by the way. Oh, yeah, by the way, since his MVP season, he's been the most inaccurate deep downfield thrower in the league. And this past season, he was the most inaccurate passer from the pocket. And what we do is we use the QBR stuff and whatever, like, all right, like part of why there's some layup throws, what they've done is that's why they run multiple tight ends. He's not crazy accurate. So you get bigger dudes like a Mark Andrews that you put it anywhere near them and they catch it. <laughs> I mean, you know, and when they had Marquise Brown, he doesn't have a huge catch radius, but he's so fast. You got to give him a ton of space. Not great outside the numbers. And his legs are a weapon. Like, why are we denying that he's an unbelievable athlete? What what happens is you have people in the media that they take a step that's not there. 
It's just not there. There's no part of the argument that's there. Well, if he if he's not great, you don't fear him from the pocket. That means you don't think he can throw. When people said coming out, they didn't think he was accurate enough as a passer. And then you go like, well, he can't throw. Guys say he can't throw. That doesn't mean he can't throw a football. That means in comparison to other guys. I heard Joy Taylor today say you would never draft a pure pocket passer in the NFL today. You wouldn't? You wouldn't take Tom Brady? <laughs> like, what? what are you, you wouldn't take Eli or Peyton Manning? Of course you would. We're saying things that don't make any sense. The way in which you win Super Bowls is generally from the pocket. Right? And we continue to push the envelope because of some of the rule changes and the ridiculous athleticism combined with throwing skills. He's the best running quarterback ever. And he's a pretty good thrower for a running quarterback. But he's not anywhere near the elites in terms of just pure throwing. And he doesn't have to be. That's not what he does. The, the the interesting part about the Ravens is in all the acquiescing to Lamar, they got rid of Greg Roman. Like it's Greg Roman's fault that they topped out at the playoffs. Like, okay, let's put him in a pure, put him in Todd Munkin's system where you can run some, but it's more a throwing system than they have some design runs. Let's see. I, I want to see how he plays this year. But I'll, I'll defend Big Ben. No, no. NFL person because there I have seen the step well you know Lamar's QBR rating is actually higher in the pocket than Ben Roethlisberger okay I, I, I understand that data exists to support your point the reality is I don't believe that anybody who's a working or former GM would tell you that they think Lamar is a better pocket passer then Ben Roethlisberger. Ben Roethlisberger is a first ballot Hall of Famer. He won two Super Bowls. And now granted, his first Super Bowl, he didn't even throw the best pass. He had to evolve and improve as a passer. And if you listen to what he says, like if you listen to one so- soundbite, you go like, oh, nobody fears his passing. Oh, that means he sucks. Like, that's not what he said. Let me play it for you one more time. Then we'll welcome in Mark Dominic. Here's Ben Roethlisberger. With Lamar, you want to bring safeties down to stop, help stop the run because you're not, you don't really fear Lamar's arm, um, his accuracy all the time. Sure. He's got a huge arm. He can make things happen when he scrambles and whatever, but you don't fear him just sitting in the pocket and picking you apart. Sure. So you can bring safeties down because you, you do fear him running because he's a different level runner. So you fear that. Yeah. So you bring safeties down. But now if you've got that guy on the outside, you better put a safety back or it's one-on-one. You can just throw it to mm-hmm. him. So he's saying, like, look, these are actually can be easier throws deep because you have to stop the run. Um, Mark Dominic joins us. He spent 20 years in the NFL front offices. He's scouting director, former general manager of the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Mark, how accurate is Ben Roethlisberger's depiction on that podcast of the challenges in stopping Lamar Jackson? I think he nailed it 100%. I mean, I think Ben's spot on, not being disrespectful or anything like that. And don't think the Baltimore Ravens don't see it that way as well. They know exactly that's who Lamar Jackson is for their football team. And the reason why you would say that is go and look the year after they draft Lamar Jackson. What do they do? They take Marquise Hollywood Brown. Why? Because he can vertically stretch the field. Two years later, what do they do? They go take Rashad Bateman in the first round. Why? Because he can stretch the field. 
I mean, they know that you've got to have somebody that can stretch the field if you're going to have Lamar Jackson because you're going to have to figure out what you're going to do with that safety if, you know, if they can get vertical on you. So the Ravens have done this and showed you that that's exactly the way that they're trying to build the team. Delvin Duvernay, Delvin Duvernay, another example of a vertical stretch guy. They went three straight years finding those guys or trying to draft those guys. So to me, Ben's right on, spot on, and, and very accurate in his assessment. Uh, and, and then, of course, you know, you, you had Mark Andrews. They've had multiple tight ends, big, tar- you know, uh, big, big catch radius sort of guys. Like, he, he's not crazy accurate, but it, like, it's okay. He's become better for the most part, you know, as definitely better as a pro than he was as a college player. Yes. Um, but he's an unbelievable runner who also can throw the football. Why do you think people get so defensive when you point out that He's not great from the pocket, but he's dynamic because of his ability to run. I think that uh, some people feel like you're taking away from him being, instead of a quarterback, he's an athletic quarterback. And some people feel like that might be disrespectful to him in some regards, you know, or something like that in terms of being an African-American quarterback and what that means in terms of not being as good as others. I don't know. You know, the, the truth is, uh, Lamar has been a great player in this league. He has been an MVP in this league, but in the last two years, over two seasons, you know, he's been banged up. And, you know, if you just look at, you know, the last two years in general, I think he's got something like 35, 36 touchdown passes total. Or, I mean, it's well, 33 in the air. It certainly could be on the ground. But 33 in the air is a walk in the park for Patrick Mahomes. And that's the difference where Lamar doesn't beat you as much uh, in those kind of throws. And that's where you want to um, – that's where I think the Ravens are struggling to go to that fully guaranteed contract. And the games missed are a part of it, too. What what do you think of the? I mean, yesterday OBJ says like he was given no insu- no assurances. So I mean, it's obviously OBJ was chasing the big check. But what is Baltimore's plan here by signing OBJ to more money than anybody was willing to offer him? Yeah, I think that I think the Baltimore Ravens walked to this draft, Doug, with five draft picks, right? A one and a three, no two. And as I was just kind of mentioning, they have been to the well a few too many times for Baltimore's liking in terms of wide receivers in the first round. And so what else can we do to get somebody that, you know, can be a legitimate number one or can be, you know, an elite guy that we could probably throw the ball to 70, 80, 90 times. And I think OBJ's had really good workouts. And so I think people feel like it's still there based off him coming back from an injury that, yeah, they still have the Rashad Bateman. They still have guys that, you know, Nelson Aguilar's who can be, you know, workers, but they need that, that guy that you got to respect. And OBJ still brings that. And so I don't think it had to do with just, hey, if we do this, we'll get Lamar back. I think it's an olive branch that if Lamar comes back, it's a good thing. And it's a way to sit there and say Lamar came back because of. Uh, but I think it's because of a necessity on this football team, whether it's Tyler Huntley or somebody else who's quarterback in this team in 2023, they needed some help there and they did not want to have to go back to the draft again. Stug Gottlieb show here on Fox Sports Radio. Okay, the uh, S2 test, okay, which apparently Bryce Young scored off the charts on. How much, if you were drafting today, how much would you use that to help you make a decision in terms of, um, uh, in terms of quarterback play? Uh, I don't think it's that critical at all when I, when I think about what, what that really means or like uh, how much I, I love the, the cognitive test that, they, that, that we give out or put out there. Um, I do think it's better than the Wonderlick. Uh, I think it's a little bit uh, more, um, I think, stronger in terms of getting to a little bit more of the analytics or the the cognitive ability out of a player. So I think it's helpful, uh, you know, but it doesn't stop me from saying, 
you know, the Wunderlich back in the day was really there to say, is there a learning deficiency? Is there a reading deficiency? Or is there just a capacity deficiency? Like if a player scored a Wunderlich and got five or less, there's probably some type of learning disability. It doesn't mean that they can't learn football. They just had a learning disability. They wanted you to be alerted to that, to sit there and say, do I need to help this player along in certain uh, you know, areas to be able to see, or do we need to dig deeper? Does football acumen just understand, does he have does this crossover or not? So it was really there for that. It was also there for, you know, the ability of mental capacity. You know, you wanted to look at quarterbacks and say, well, you know, hopefully they get at least a 20 and, and you know, some guys get 30s or a little bit better than that. And you're feeling, you know, it just kind of solidifies, but you know, you took the Wonderlick for what it was. It, it was just a, a test to give you a sense. This A2 test, uh, excuse me, S2 test, has a little bit more clout to it, Doug. Uh, but, uh, you know, and I, I think clubs like it. But I don't think it's going to really sit there and say, you know, because of the score, I know he's going to be, you know, this quarterback. I, I think it just kind of, if you like the quarterback, it just solidifies you a little bit more to take. It's Doug Gottlieb show here on Fox Sports Radio. Okay, so the more and more you pour over this thing, if you're Carolina, who do you take? Yeah, I still think they're going to take Bryce Young. I, I just don't know if that's going to change based off of, again, I don't know what he's done to hurt himself. I think he, you know, he's he's handled himself great. Again, these are, you know, the nice thing about C.J. Stroud or Bryce Young is I, I just think Bryce has a little bit more dynamic leader to him. As much as I like C.J. Stroud as a young man and high, high character as well, I think there's just a little more juice in Bryce Young that I would want to put in my locker room if I had to be sitting there having to make the choice between the two of them. Uh, you know, I understand I'm giving up the frame. I understand I'm giving up the weight. Um, but I'm also understanding that I think I'm getting – C.J. Stroud was a winner, too, but I think I'm getting an elite leader, an elite winner, and I'm willing to take that shot for our franchise to put us over the top for the next decade. Um, and, and you agree with that? You said you would, you would t- they will take them, but would you take him? Yeah, I would. I actually would, Doug. I, I would take him, and I know, you know, again, I would have loved to been able to spend the time that clubs are spending with these players or be in the draft meetings with the scouts and kind of talk through it all together in terms of, you know, ranking these quarterbacks and how do you put them up on the board, but Overall, yes, I would take Bryce Young number one overall. Who has the leverage in the Jets-Packers deal? Well, I mean, again, I still feel like it's always the Packers until he's gone because the Packers still have a backup plan, right? They still have Jordan Love, or if Aaron, you know, if Aaron Rodgers doesn't want to play, he puts his foot down, like you either trade me or I'm going to quit. You know, well, you can quit. You know, we can just toll you and you don't have to play anymore. So, you know, as long as you have the player, to me, you still have the leverage. Uh, you know. The Jets, certainly, everything sounds like this is going to get done. I, again, I think it's, like I said, I think last time we were on, I think it might be a draft day trade because of using them in, in that kind of capacity instead of an actual firm pick. But, it, again, if you are the one with the player, to me, you have the leverage. Yeah, I, I would I would agree. And it's probably got to be done by the draft or by a draft day, right? Because it, the and I know the Broncos pulled off their trade afterwards and Seattle ended up benefiting from it, but that's the exception, not the rule. Got to be done beforehand because otherwise, you know, what's the the Packers got to wait another year and they don't know what that pick's going to look like. Well, I mean, I think they could have gone to the Jets and say, hey, look, you've got two twos now. We'll take one of your twos or we'll take next year's one. You know, but you could have, if you were thinking about waiting until after the draft, you could go ahead and trade next year's one for Aaron Rodgers. Like, you don't have to wait until after the draft to do that. So that's why I feel like it's, you know, could it happen, I think, on Thursday night between those picks of, you know, 13 and 15? I think there's a possibility. Would it shock me it didn't happen till Friday night when the Jets have two second-round picks as we sit here today? No, it would not surprise me at all it happens there, too. And then 
the reason why is maybe the Jets are waiting to see what the board says and say, hey, look, we just want to make sure that we don't give away this pick ahead of time and this player drops. We'd rather give you this and this or this and this, but I want this to play out. And I think Joe Douglas uh, has to, you know, is, is trying to do everything he can because he understands how important you know, this 2023 season is for himself personally. And so if, you, if they're comfortable saying, hey, let's wait till draft day and we'll get it figured out, we know what the parameters are, but I need to see the board in case a player drops of this magnitude. It's not going to stop us from making the trade, but I think Joe's trying to be ultra smart about it, and even though you know, it doesn't leave them as good a leverage part in terms of getting Aaron Rodgers. But I think this thing all does get done. What, what do you do if you're the Rams? Right? You, have, you have a couple of great pieces with huge deals, but are on the back end of their career. You're a year removed from winning a Super Bowl. You, know, you haven't had or really valued draft picks before. What, like, what do you do if you're those guys? I think you have to reassert the draft picks and how important they are. I think you've, you've got to kind of go, you know, it was fun to, you know, have your slogan and, and you win a Super Bowl, and that's awesome. And, and, and no complaints to that. Everybody would want to do that in the NFL. But, you know, I think now what they've got to do is they've got to take advantage of these picks they have. Uh, you know, sitting here with three fives, three sixes, a couple th- thirds. I mean, those are all places where if you're going to rebuild this football team, you can't be – 40% or you know 35% of the draft picks making your football team and, and actually playing on Sundays in terms of special teams are starting. They need these picks to come through. I, I could see them package picks is what I would be considering doing. Take a six and a five and go get a four. Take a six and a five, go get a four. Then go get like you know three fourth rounders with these six picks. And, and then it gives you a better shot of saying, hey, look, I've got a second, two thirds, and three fours. Out of that, I'd like to get two or three starters at a minimum, and maybe two two of those other guys are you know solid special teams contributors, and maybe grow into starters. I think that's the mindset they have, but they have to go back to the draft is critical uh, to kind of give them the balance in their roster as they work through this uh, salary cap, and as you said, as they've got to work through some players that you know are still on the team or uh, may not be on the team even in 2024. What what about the Patriots? You know, there's one rumor. Um, I think Pro Football Talk had that. Belichick was shopping Mac Jones. Um, others have said that that never happened when we had conversations. Patriots have Bill O'Brien back. Um, the, the offense still looked like a mess. What do you think they end up doing on draft day? I think they, pick, they, I think they go with Mac Jones and Zappi. I think they're happy with their two young quarterbacks. Let them both compete out there. And, and whoever wins, wins. I don't think they're going to be a player in the quarterback room. I don't think they're shopping a quarterback or will trade a quarterback away especially because Bill O'Brien's new. I mean, he's been around him, but he hasn't coached him on the field. He's never been able to see him. You can watch a practice tape and be like, okay, that's interesting, but you aren't the coach that's directing him. And I think because of that, I would not – if I was the GM there, uh, I would not be in favor of trading away either one of those young quarterbacks just because I wanted to see what Bill could do with them both. And I want them to both have you know solid, solid footing. So I, I think that they stay status quo and they use those draft picks on you know positional players. Well, real quick, give me your your personal biggest win on draft day that people don't know. Like I, I we we did this, we moved up. Your your personal biggest win on draft day. Oh, you know, it's a, it's a great story. In uh, 2012, um, I was starting to pick around 42. I was trying to trade up, and for 10 straight picks, I was on the clock with the team that had the draft pick, and was offering my two or my three and my four be able to move to their spot so to flip from an early early third and a really good fourth 
a high fourth to go to there too. And it was logical in terms of the point chart that it made sense, but 52 said no, 53, 54, 55. It went all the way to 62, if I'm not mistaken, or 42 to 52, excuse me. And at 52, uh, the funny story is at 51, it was John Elway. I picked up the phone. I was like, John, you know, I, you know, I want to move up here. You know, I'll give you my, my, my three and my four. It's good value for you. I just, I've got a player I want. He's like, I'll mark that. I don't know, you know, what side of the ball you want. I goes, I'm on the defensive side, John. What are you going to take? He goes, well, I'm leaning towards offense. I said, well, then it works out. You know, you're, you can still possibly get your guy on offense. You can get another good pick. He's like, Mark, I, I would, but I can't pass on this quarterback. He's just too talented here. It's Brock Osweiler. I'm like, oh, all right. <laughs> I hang up the phone, and, uh, and I call over, I think it was, to Martin Mayhew in Detroit. And Martin Mayhew made the trade with me, and I uh, drafted Levante David. And that's that's a win. Great story. Hey, uh, can't wait to talk more. Get, I need I need your worst story next week. Okay, I need your biggest defeat next week. Yeah, I've got one of those too, so don't worry. Okay, well that's next week. Thanks, Mark. Appreciate you. <laughs> At Bed Three Six Five, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get one hundred and fifty dollars in bonus bets when you bet just five dollars. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. This is Malcolm Gladwell from Revisionist History. eBay Motors is here for the ride. With some elbow grease, fresh installs, and a whole lot of love, you transformed 100,000 miles and a body full of rust into a drive that's all your own. Brake kits. LED headlights, whatever you need, eBay Motors has it. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time, every time, or your money back. Plus, at these prices, you're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. Zumo Play is your destination for endless entertainment. With a diverse lineup of 350-plus live channels, movies, and full TV series, you'll easily find something to watch right away. And the best part? It's all free. Love music? Get lost in the 90s with iHeart 90s. Dance away with hip-hop beats and more on the iHeart Radio music channels. No logins, no signups, no accounts, no hassle. So what are you waiting for? Start streaming at play.xumo.com or download from the app and Google Play stores today. All you can stream with Zumo Play. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.